This is Montego Bradley from Fans of Patrol, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're so thinking, you said people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 430 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I've arrived. And the expert, Mr. Mark Markellis Rigg. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. And you know what, guys? I don't think we punished her enough <laughs> with Halloween ends. So just to make sure we really rub the salt in the wound, let's bring back Amanda. Amanda, welcome back to the podcast. Shazam. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me back. Unfortunately, that didn't work. Uh, I think The Rock really needed to identify what song was playing in the background. (laughs) No one would fire that app up for him, unfortunately. But you, the listener, are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where for friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the geek world all-stars podcast network this week we've got our review of the movie that's been years in the making and the hierarchy of power in the dceu <laughs> is changing with black adam but before we get into all of that how the hell is everyone doing amanda welcome back to the podcast Oh, thank you. Um, I, I do love when you guys have me on, even though, um, I guess, spoiler alert, this wasn't a great movie to review with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I appreciate you guys having me back. So thank you. Well, we love you. And I got to tell you, nothing brings me more joy than to say, hey, Amanda, do you want to watch this movie? I know you're going to fucking hate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, yes, of course I do. <laughs> yes, fantastic. <laughs> Joey. Uh, worries about it the whole time up until you see it and then he's like oh man Amanda's gonna hate me (laughs) (laughs) Amanda and I have a long relationship of me making her watch absolutely shitty movies yeah I think think probably the only the only good one was the host when we saw that in Northampton I think that's about it (laughs) otherwise there's been a lot of Ghost Rider Dragon Wars uh, Fantastic Four (laughs) yeah there's there's been a lot so thankfully our friendship endures yes but it's great to have you back Aubrey Litchfield how are you I mean I'm here (laughs) I'm alive you've arrived the the hierarchy of power in podcasting is changing right I'm alive another day it's all that matters without breaking NDA how is your job going all right I love my job uh, I really do. I yeah. I work overtime every chance I get. I joined a smoke testing team, so I I test everything really early in the morning, and uh, make sure that everyone else can play it and it's playable and and stuff for the rest of the testers. So, I I love my job. It's it's a lot of fun. Why is it called a smoke testing team? Is it because you guys are just blazing the whole time? I don't entirely know why it's called a smoke testing team i know that it's a universal thing for software my best guess is that like smoke comes before fire so oh well you know what you just keep hanging out there in that field of stars and we hope (laughs) that you'll let us know what you're working on at some point in the future uh yeah yeah mark ellis reagan how are you (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. Uh, I am still in the process of coming up with some new designs for the t-shirt store. And uh, yeah, hopefully we will have some brand new cooler merch by the end of the year to get ready for 2023. That's right. Getting ready to wrap up year nine with uh, (laughs) (laughs) the whole bunch of new designs. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, As for me, I am just, uh, as usual, exhausted, working way too much. And completely overextended myself uh, between guest spots on other podcasts and work and our own podcast. And just it's been nonstop. Go, 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 go. So I actually came home from work today and I took a nap <laughs> for four hours and then I got up to podcast. So that's how tired I was. I was like, I know I'm going to be exhausted, so I'm just going to make time to go home and take a nap. But that's what we do for you, the listeners. But enough about us, Marcellus Reagans, please. Let us talk some more about us. Tell the listeners where they can find more SoWizard Podcast. All right. So everybody can head on over to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. You'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly. You'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there, T-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, coffee mugs, all located in our T Public store. You'll also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. So definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. Uh, you can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. And that's including the Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Good Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show. And for as little as a dollar a month, you will receive exclusive content year round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you, you build a following. It takes a lot of time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Never gets old. Never nope. gets old. All right, guys. Time for our review of Black Adam. This is a DC Comics, uh, DCEU film starring The Rock. It's been in development for Christ. Uh, what would you say, Amanda? Like 15 years at this point? <laughs> Since before they knew his name was Dwayne Johnson. (laughs) There you go. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. When he was just Rocky Maivia or Young Rock, actually, maybe. Is that what they called him? But this has been in development forever. It's finally here. We all had a chance to see it. So we're going to start non-spoiler as always. We'll give some non-spoiler impressions. We'll talk a little bit about going to the movies. And then we'll drop the drop delineating spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, you'll know to bounce. You'll at least know what we thought. The rest of you can stick around for a little more discussion. But to get started, Aubrey Litchfield, what is Black Adam about? Um, <laughs> This is my favorite thing like every week. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's, so great. it's about a whole bunch of tan Mr. Queens. <laughs> uh, dude, 94% of people like this movie. Fucking liars. 
Um, in ancient Kandak, Teth Adam was bestowed the almighty powers of the gods. After using these powers for vengeance, he was imprisoned, becoming Black Adam. Nearly 5,000 years have passed, and Black Adam has gone from man to myth to legend. Now free, his unique form of justice, born out of rage, is challenged by modern-day heroes who form the Justice Society, Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Adam Smasher, and Cyclone. Is that all of it? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> all A right. long-ass synopsis. So, unlike most movies these days, this is not streaming, so we all had to go to the movie theater. Amanda, how is your movie theater-going experience to go see Black Adam? This is not something you would normally leave the house to go to see. No. So I'm, I'm already giggling thinking about your story, <laughs> but here we go. Um, honestly, it was probably in terms of like the audience behaving and not ordering piles of food and loudly eating it and just being disgusting and obnoxious and screaming and talking. I had none of that. So that was really nice. And at the same time, kind of annoying that of all the movies I went to see in the theater this year, this was the one that they're polite in. Um, I mean, aside from that, it was, it was fine. So my, my movie theater going experience wasn't any, any fist fights or screaming or anything that I normally deal with. So that was nice. Honestly, it's weird. Cause I think the most I've had rude audiences with have been in more hoity-toity movies. Yeah. When I go to, not that I go to see a ton of hoity-toity movies, but <laughs> um, when Janine drags me to something, maybe an A24 movie yeah. or whatnot, there's been a lot of yeah. old people uh, talking. Where yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of I get that. Are quiet. Yeah. Oh, no. no for, they'll be like reading. If it's like a foreign film, they'll be reading the subtitles like out loud. Or they'll be like, what was that that just happened? And they'll loudly have a conversation. Oh, yeah, I agree with Joey on that. That's usually what that's like. But um, Holy for shit. The, I don't remember wild. what I don't remember what movie it was, but I, I can't remember what movie it was. We, we did it on the show. There were subtitles in it. Someone in the theater was reading them out yeah. loud the yes. entire time. And I wanted <laughs> yes. to die the entire time I was in the theater. Oh, my yeah. God. All right. Well, yeah, that's everything, good. Everything everywhere all at once. No, it was not that. Um, <laughs> and it was it definitely was, wouldn't have been my wife who hated that movie. Um, the Woman King. No, it was not the woman. No. <laughs> well, it's good that Amanda had a, a normal movie-going experience. Aubrey Litchfield, how was your experience going? Because you went on Thursday night inexplicably. No, I, I ended up canceling those tickets. <laughs> uh, Wait, why did you get tickets on Thursday night, Aubrey? Tell everybody. <laughs> a, I thought we were recording Thursday. <laughs> I was like, man... I wish I didn't have to see this movie on Thursday because then I would go with Max and his son Kyle, too, and I'd take Noah. And I was like, oh, it'd be a really fun moment for all of us. So I nope, but I got to see it Thursday because we're recording Thursday right after the movie. Hey, hey, Aubrey, can I ask you a quick question? Um, yeah. When in the last eight and a half years have we ever gone to see a movie on Thursday and then recorded immediately after it? Uh, I think Star Wars. Yep. <laughs> That's right. The last oh, yeah, time we did that? it was for that was a for long ass time ago. Like Last Jedi, maybe or Force Awakens. It was one of those. It was I Force think Awakens. The return of Sky, the the rise of Skywalker. Somehow Aubrey's bad memory has returned. Um, <laughs> it, it was the Force Awakens. So 2015 yes. was the last time we did that, Aubrey. Seven years ago. <laughs> that was so long. Holy shit. The glitch in the system. So I was like, I think I have to go to the movies on Thursday. I don't, I don't remember why. <laughs> I don't remember what you were telling me. And make sure you see this movie because we were recording this day. Make sure. You know, I'll never see whatever movie it was. 
<sighs> but other than that, how is going to the movie? <laughs> so I canceled those tickets because Noah ended up saying he was sick that day and was lying to get out of school. But then I went the weekend with Max and his son Kyle and we brought Noah and uh, you know, seeing a movie with Noah is seeing a movie with Noah. So I bought the tickets next to the wall and uh, so he could talk to himself the whole time. And uh, the movie was, you know, it was there. Okay. All right. All right. We'll get to that in a second. I actually got to go to an AMC. Wow. Did you get to see the um, Nicole Kidman commercial? Yes. (laughs) It's no food flow, but it's certainly better with what they have at Cinemark right now. So bring back food flow, you cowards at Cinemark. And Melissa or Marissa Menuno at um, the other movie theater. Ah, my girl. She moved. Yeah, she moved to to my fancy movie theater. Oh, she's moving up in the world. Marcellus Reagans, how was yours? Yeah, mine wasn't that bad. I was very glad that Black Adam had a huge opening because the theater that I usually go to, like every show was like pretty much sold out, you know, on a Friday night opening weekend night. So I'm like, oh, man, well, I can't go to this theater. Uh, what other theaters can I go to? And luckily, there's a, a smaller theater that's around here that, you know, they do screenings of older movies to try to generate uh, more funds because, you know, they're, they're a struggling movie theater and I like to support the little guy. So I figured I'd take myself over to see the big Hollywood blockbuster, but at the nice small neighborhood theater. Uh, and it was surprisingly, you know, it's I think there was probably about I'm going to say about 20 people. Eh, maybe, eh, maybe a little bit more, maybe about 24 people total in the entire theater. And that's a big deal for that theater. So it was what almost theater a was that the Agawam theater. Oh, it was the Agawam. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, I got to see it on the big screen. I got to have my popcorn. I got to enjoy it with uh, some I don't, I don't want to say Snyder bros, but some some very DC film enthusiasts. So, uh, yeah, it was <laughs> it was a good time. All right. Well, I wish I had an exciting uh, movie going experience to report, but I had I got nothing. I I went at like 1030 in the morning on Sunday. There was like nobody there. It was just me and like two other people on the other side of the theater. And I watched the movie and then I got up and immediately left. <laughs> and I went grocery shopping after that. So that was a fun experience. So yeah, nothing to report. Just a normal movie going experience. Just me and my girl Maria hanging out <laughs> before the movie started. So <laughs> All right. So That's we're get her into name it. is Maria. Jesus. Yeah, Maria Menounos. Come on, Aubrey. Have you not I been called her the... Melissa, Marissa, whatever. I thought you were going to say something about Marissa, Melissa McCarthy when yeah. you were going there for a minute. I was like, ew. I guess Every this movie is downgraded. Her actual name. Yeah. They definitely downgrade for Nuvi in, in Virginia, then, I guess. So, <laughs> um, much wider screen, too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get into it. We're going to start non spoiler, of course. What did you think of Black Adam, Amanda? I knew you were going to put me on the spot first. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I would say for a DC movie, it's almost passable. So <laughs> good job. <laughs> that puts it right near the top. <laughs> that is, <laughs> I mean. That goes, like, that goes right on the cover. That goes right on a DVD cover. Right? <laughs> it's yeah, almost passable. Like, I was like, hmm. I was like, you know what? Like, I don't hate myself right now. And uh, But then then the ending happened, and then that changed. But, like, <laughs> um, I, I mean, it's it's not it's not good. <laughs> but it, it's not, like, awful, awful, like, bottom-of-the-barrel DC movie. No. So, okay. that's, that's my rave review. 
Okay. All right. It's it's not the worst thing you've ever seen, says Amanda. Oh. So is her podcast right in the front <laughs> not of the even close. box. <laughs> not even close. Okay, good, good. <laughs> Aubrey Litchfield, what about you? It felt every second of that two hours long. <laughs> two hours and four <laughs> minutes. Yeah, I felt every second of it. I did not. I, I was, um, yeah, I didn't like it. All 5,000 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 5,000 years of longing. Yeah, I felt every moment of it. And I could have done without seeing it. Well, I mean, you could say that for a lot of things we've watched over the last eight and a half years. I know. So, um, uh, it, I did find it amusing in our secret chat that you said, man, this feels like it's two hours long. And I was like, well, actually, Aubrey, it's two hours and four minutes long. You can feel every second of it. You really can. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, Marcellus Reagans, how about you? Yeah, as someone who isn't really that familiar with the Black Adam character, uh, I will say they got a lot of things right in this movie. Uh, a lot of a lot of the the ideas are not what you would expect in a comic book movie, so I respect a lot of it. Unfortunately, a lot of those things were are built on uh, a really a really bad script. I'm sorry, the script is just it doesn't support the ideas behind it. So I have mixed feelings on this movie but i would say it's a you know there's soup there's flying and punching and stuff blowing up so if you like that type of stuff it's in there all right well uh wow i hate to hate to be the bearer of bad news guys but i also didn't really like this all that much it's <laughs> it's not very good uh, i will agree with all you guys i'll agree with amanda most of all to me it's like a very mid uh mcu movie which makes it just about the best dceu movie that's come out so <laughs> It's in the top four. That's right. It's right. Uh, uh, there was no uh, Jesse Eisenberg feeding someone a Jolly Rancher in this one. So we we are a step in the right direction. But, you know, you're right, Mark. The script is a disaster. It, this is the Halloween kills of DCEU <laughs> movies. If you walk into a movie theater and the only thing you care about is I want to see people punching each other. I don't care about anything else. I want to see superpowered people punching each other you are going to be like this is the best movie i've ever seen in my life yes if you're looking for a <laughs> plot that makes sense or good acting or a well-written script or well-explained backgrounds to characters or continuity between other dceu movies and projects uh, you're not going to get that but if you really just want to see the rock and black spandex punching things black adam is the movie of the year for you <laughs> uh, but for me it was very bleh so, between the four of us, it does not sound like we are raving about this film. So that's that's your warning. If you still want to go see it, if you haven't yet, uh, go ahead and check it out. The rest of you stick around because we're going to drop the drop. And now we're going to spoil Black Adam. Uh, I've got some spoilers. One clear spoiler. Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. <laughs> All right. So this is going to be a tough one to start. Uh, Amanda, I'm going to put you on the spot again. Things yeah. that you liked about the movie. Things that I liked. Um, Next. Um, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I'm trying. There's got to be something. Uh, what I like. I actually, I think The Rock actually did a good job as the character. I mean, even though he's always The Rock and everything, at least it wasn't that like tan shirt he's wearing in every other movie he's in. <laughs> he wasn't in the jungle. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I thought he actually did a good job as the character. Um, I mean, no fault of his own that everything else wasn't that great around him. Um, so I think he did the job. Aside from that, hmm, 
Um, I, I kind of, I, I think I liked that it reminded me of the third The Mummy movie, even though it wasn't good. I was like, this is like the Scorpion King here. What are we doing? So um, it's more like the Scorpion King three with Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much the beginning and end of that. I thought um, everything else, all my other opinions, I think, are for the did not like section. So I think I think that's it for me. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And she still yeah. showed up to talk to us. I did. At least, at least yeah. that's positive. All right, Aubrey yep. Litchfield, you also did not like this movie. So <laughs> is there anything that you had positive? Um, I thought that Cyclone looked really cool. I thought that Dr. Fate was really cool. I would have liked to have seen a movie about him. And Hawkman looked really awesome, too. Other than that, <laughs> I don't really care anything about this movie. I have a whole shit ton to talk about next. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Markellis Reagans, anything you liked? Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm a little bit more positive than... <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, this isn't like a typical... Feel the eyebrow raising as The Rock is listening to this right now. <laughs> uh, it, it isn't a typical comic book origin story, which I appreciated. You know, there's, there's more topics that they touch on. That I, you know, was interesting. I, I actually enjoyed The Rock's or Black Adam's backstory. That I thought was fascinating because I couldn't quite wrap my brain around why are we rooting for this guy when he's clearly just evil, but he's not evil. So I enjoyed that. Uh, I thought The Rock was amazing. I thought he did a really good job as his character, you know, and as Amanda said, he usually plays The Rock in every single movie, but, you know, yes. <laughs> he actually, you know, I can actually see him as Black Adam now. Like, he's not just The Rock in black spandex. So I thought that was actually pretty cool. Uh, him wiping out the military force in the very beginning, I thought was awesome. The cameos I thought were cool. I'm glad I saw Shazam before I saw this because <laughs> I would have no idea, like, what any of those people were. Uh, during that scene, like none of that would make sense to me at all. So thank God I saw Shazam years ago. I like the idea of a plucky kid kind of teaching the big bad guy from outer space or from wherever, like how to survive in the modern world. It gave me a lot of a uh, Terminator 2 vibes. I was just going to say, so you're a big Terminator 2 fan. <laughs> is what you're telling me? Yes, that stuff plays when it works in, in the theater. It works. So I like the idea of it. I don't think they fully executed it to the best but i like the idea of them doing that uh and aldous hodge is just one of the coolest people in the world at some point he is going to just blow people away with an amazing action movie that's going to deliver like he is poised to be just like the next big star i love the fact that he was in this movie and he got to do some action and uh you know he got to be his regular cool self and pierce brosnan was also really cool cyclone i thought her powers on paper sounds stupid, but I thought they visually did a good job of, of representing it. And uh, I did kind of like the kid that played Adam Smasher. I thought even though the, the script didn't give him a lot, he worked with what he had. So, you know, I wasn't completely like arms crossed, like boo this movie. You know, I, I tried to find the good stuff in it. So those are the things that I liked. Noah Centennial, who played Adam Smasher, was going to be He-Man. Yeah. Sony's reboot of Masters of the Universe that never came to fruition. Yeah, and, and as I was watching the movie, oh, I'm no, looking no. at him and I'm like, I could see that. I can see him being like a goofy Prince Adam and a kick-ass He-Man at the same time. I could see that. Hmm. All right. Well, I, I mean, things that I liked about it, geez. I mean, you guys are on point. I think The Rock uh, is trying really hard here 
I think this project has been in the works for so long and it's really a passion project for him. And you can tell like he's giving it his all, whether that means he's a good actor or the rest of the movie is good. That's not the point. I mean, if you watch Masters of the Universe, bringing that back around again, Dolph Lundgren is given everything he's got. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. But the movie still sucks um, for the most part. I mean, I love it, but it's bad. Let's be real. Um, I also like, you know, a lot of terrible movies. So that's not really I mean, I love Alone in the Dark and I'm sure Tara Reid's trying her best. But (laughs) did I make you see that in the movie theater, Amanda? Oh, probably. I don't remember. Okay. I've watched yeah. a lot of that from my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember any movies about an archaeologist whose stomach looked like melted plastic? Um, I mean, yes. That could be more than one movie. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, The Rock is, is trying his best. And I think this is probably one of his best performances in a movie because he's not just being The Rock. Uh, in a lot of his other movies, he's just The Rock. Like he, The Rock is in Doom. <laughs> the Rock is fighting a uh, giant gorilla. The Rock. We saw is... Doom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> it was terrible. I remember the whole movie could be summed up about that one scene where he's like, "What are you doing?" And the guy's like, "Taking a shit." We <laughs> <laughs> sucked. Oh my god. <laughs> see, Amanda still talks to me after I made her see Doom in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, um, yeah, The Rock's trying his best. Uh, I'm a huge Justice Society fan. Uh, the JSA is probably my favorite DC super team, and it was nice to see them come to life. I have some issues with a lot of how they are portrayed, but we'll get into that. Uh, but it was nice to see them come to life. Uh, Hawkman, another of my favorite characters in DC, it looked amazing. The guy from uh, Invisible Man playing him did a great job for the most part. He did a great job with what he had to work with. Uh, I don't think he had a lot to work with from the script, but uh, that was great. Um, I thought everybody in the JSA was cool, except for Cyclone. <laughs> I'm what? sorry, Mark. Uh, I thought the actress was quite attractive, actually, so I wasn't complaining. But... I, I don't understand what her powers were. <laughs> but they looked pretty. That's all that matters. She, she turned into like a middle-aged woman marathon color run all the time. She was terrible in it, too, that actress. Poor kid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's very cute, though. So, yeah. I mean, good for her. But, uh, yeah, I, I, that was the one thing I didn't like about the JSA. But, you know, and the fights are the fights. I mean, it's big, dumb, goofy action, which I generally like for the most part. And we got to see... um Harcourt from Suicide Squad. So, and Peacemaker was in here for five seconds. So, you know, that's great because I think she's very attractive. And uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Amanda, the floor mm-hmm. is yours. What did you not like about this movie? Um, the first thing that comes to mind is the villain. Um, I felt like it, I was, it was like a PlayStation 1 video game uh. villain or something. <laughs> like, it made me think of, um, Nintendo 64, the Conqueror's Bad Fur Day, the Great Mighty Pooh, like that probably would have been a better villain. Like I really had enough of this, like I guess it's a trope at this point of all every single superhero or most superhero movie villains with the beam of energy that goes into the sky nonsense. Like I guess this time there's variety and it's fire. Like that's just, I just, I've had it with that. And the villain just looked so stupid. It was like, just, just ridiculous. It was awful, awful ending to the movie. You're just um, waiting for uh, Bruce Willis is apocalypse to come out and fight him. <laughs> yeah. 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 That yeah. exactly. Like it was just so bad. Um, in terms of uh, what else I didn't like, I mean, I think we've all talked about what we do like, and I agree with all of you on what we what we liked. I mean, I, I back to what Marcus said about um, Pierce Brosnan, and I thought he was really good in this um, as Doctor Fate. Um, I 
think that Hawkman was really underserved, like no fault of the character. Um, like he could have been, had a lot more to do in this movie. I mean, it's just very, it feels like an, honestly, an early 2000s superhero movie to me, the more and more I think about it and the more it looks, like I said to you guys, it reminded me of the mummy three. And then it's reminding me of video game villains, like from that era or before, like, it's just feels like, yeah, they've been working on it for a long time, but it feels like they're not doing anything you know, newer. I mean, I guess there's the twist on on Black Adam, but a friend of mine who I think knows as much as you do, Joey, with comics said to me that they tried to make his origin story way more complicated than it really is. They said to me, it's like probably like three panels they have his origin story. So I don't know why they were trying to overcomplicate it. Um, I, I don't know. I just think the movie is just frankly a mess and it's unfortunate to quite a few of the the characters and the actors who i think were, were good in these roles um like hawkman and black adam and dr fate and i just think they just didn't they didn't have everything else they needed to make it good like that's kind of that's kind of it all right well uh aubrey i i think you equally don't like this movie so what did you not like about it um i i agree with a lot of what amanda just said like i I think that the villain looks like he has a ball sack on his head. Like it, it's just, it, doesn't look, it doesn't look good. I'm so over like the Satan look of villains. Yeah. Like, you know, make somebody new. I don't really give a shit about him. And, and the dude, as an actor, he just had a very punchable face. Like, he just, I didn't like him at all. I knew. So I leaned over to Max and he was like, do you think that the fat guy's going to betray them or the skinny guy? And I said, no, it's always the skinny guy. The fat guy never betrays people. What do you know? Skinny guy betrays them. <laughs> and I knew it. And then the, when she's like, where's the other guy? And he's like, oh, he got scared. Man, bullshit. You knew, you saw that from a mile away. And I hate that. I hate that Like you could see every single twist before it happened. Yeah. And I don't know. <sighs> It's just so boring. The whole movie is boring. It felt like the rock in his suit too. That suit did not fit. It he looked like an uncircumcised penis. Like the, the, the way the skin just kind of bulges around his neck. Like he, what are they doing? That was not a flattering costume at all. That's a they hell of a penis you saw. It, I mean, it's just like a little. His little head. Like, what do you do? after his cloak burned off, Aubrey. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful looking. <laughs> it's, it's like... And then him as as a slave, too, when they tried to CG his, his body down. And then, like, his son has no hair. Like, Max was like, man, that was really bad. And it's like, did you even see when they took Henry Cavill's beard off? What is with DC and their clean-shaven CG? It looks bad. No matter who it's done on, it looks bad. And the Superman cameo at the end was stupid. The script was stupid. The humor wasn't even funny. It was stupid. The skateboarding shit, like... Dude, it, oh, exposition kid drove me nuts. I'm sorry, guys. Oh my god, <laughs> I was like, so miserable with exposition kid. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit there and try to skateboard down like a, a thing of stairs when there's bad guy. Like, dude, I would have sat in the vent. Sneaking past him on the skateboard had me dying. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 really, I was, I was really taken aback when he was like. <laughs> 
He's trying to get away from inner gang. They're chasing him down these stairs. So he runs and jumps down the stairs and he's running. Then he immediately stops and skateboards for two feet. And then he picks up the skateboard and starts running again. Then he tries to slowly roll past that guy. Yeah, fucking stupid. Dude, just sit in the vent. Nobody sees you. He put his hood up, though. That was that was the worst part. He's like, I'm going to put my hood up. And roll yeah. by him on a skateboard. They're looking. You know how DC works. Clark Kent just puts on glasses, and nobody knows he's Superman. Yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, inner gang, run down these stairs. We're chasing a kid in a hoodie on a skateboard. Oh, and can't touch he's him. Like, he's on a skateboard. That's right. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, uh, let me put my hood up and slowly roll past you. Like, how would they not know it's you? <laughs> we all have guns, but yet we can't hit him at all with a bullet. Like, what? <laughs> Fucking stupid! I hated this movie. I I still think that Shazam, the first Wonder Woman, and Aquaman are the better of the DC movies. And I'm sure you know there's going to be a director's cut because God forbid DC gets <laughs> a whole new editing department and actually does their job. Stupid. The unrated edition, Black Adam, unrated edition, coming to Blu-ray and DVD. There's going to be at least five more editions after this that add in, like, one scene that's like, oh, now that makes sense. This could have been a good movie had they not edited that out. Wow. And the movie ended at least... (laughs) The movie ended about five times before it actually ended. Oh, God. It, it was like, really trying to be Lord of the Rings, so yeah. yeah say so oh Return of the God. King thinks there was too many endings in this movie. <laughs> Let, let's put The Rock in a uh, coffin of water in an underground fortress with a whole bunch of other people that are in water. And then we're not going to end the movie. We need him back. Like, that was one of the many endings. And then that they're like, we're going to put him in this un- this underwater coffin with a mask on so he can't talk because, like, that makes no sense. Of course he can fucking talk. You're supposed to be surprised. He has to to swim out of this cavern, too. Like, dude, nobody's making it out in that ice-cold water. He would have died before he even reached the top, and then somehow he's alive. And then he says, Shazam. It's a fucking movie. Okay. Uh, Marcellus Reagans, how about you? (laughs) Uh, yeah, so when I was a kid, I had these toys called the uh, Superpowers Collection, uh, yes. made by Kenner. And I had like a carrying case with all of them, and it had like the classics, you know, Superman, Batman, Robin, Lex Luthor, all of the classic DC characters. But there's also a space for Hawkman and a space for Dr. Fate, and I used to have those action figures. And as a kid, you know, being a movie nut that I am, I was like, man, I, it'd be great if one day I get to see these characters on a big screen in a movie. So, you know, as I'm sitting there watching the movies, I'm watching like Hawkman and Dr. Fate live action. You know, the little kid in me is like, we're here. We did it. We, we made it to this point. And as much as I love Aldous Hodge as Hawkman, he got his ass kicked in every single scene in this movie. <laughs> and there's not one point where he was like, the, he had the upper hand. And I'm like, do they have to beat him up <laughs> like through the entire movie? He's a cool actor. He's a cool character. Why is he constantly getting his ass whooped by every other character? So that drove me nuts. Dr. Fate, again, Pierce Brosnan, he showed up to play. You know, he he was a very debonair Dr. Fate. I liked what he brought to it. I was, wasn't was sure how, you know, even though he was James Bond, I'm like, I wasn't sure how this guy was going to work in a superhero movie. 
Uh, but he actually did pretty good. But I don't think the script like worked well enough for him. I don't think the script gave that character. They didn't quite know what to do with that character other than, I guess, a little bit of exposition. So um, just kill him off. <laughs> yeah. And that part was even dumb, too, because it's like yeah. he can see into the future and he sees Hawkman, I guess, dying, even though. No, all he saw was Hawkman yelling. He didn't yeah, see him exactly. Dying. But he kept saying Hawkman's going to die. And I'm like, I don't think that <laughs> that scene means like, Hawkman is going to die. Allegedly, has spent a lot of time around Hawkman. He's seen him yelling all the time. So it wasn't <laughs> anything new. <laughs> so, yeah, big shocker that, you know, he sacrificed himself to save Hawkman, I guess. But I don't know. That, that was very convoluted. But mm-hmm. the, the main thing is all of the ideas are cool. The script just doesn't support a cool story. I wanted to connect to these characters. None of them had real character development. And then by the time you get to the end where the mother and a son are the only people in town and are fighting skeletons that come out of the ground, I'm like, what <laughs> What are we doing here? Where? What is happening here? So, uh, yeah. I thought about the end of Thor with that. Thor Love and Thunder with the kids getting the powers. That's all I thought about. <laughs> That that was a better scene, and I didn't. Yeah, really like I know, that but it still was bad. <laughs> so I enjoy the ideas. I just don't think the script was that solid. I don't think it gave them enough character development, and I don't think it it really. By the time you get to the third act, you don't really care about any of these characters, and that's a that's a fault of the movie, um, and especially post Spider Man No Way Home, which is you know another superhero movie that has a bunch of characters, but somehow managed to really give you a good sense of each one of those characters journey. Uh, so by the time you get to the third act, you're like, you know, you're just rocking and rolling this one. Who gives a shit? And then the big cameo at the exactly. end. <laughs> I, I'm glad that, you know, us as a comic book loving uh, society can get Henry Cavill back as Superman. Please. Oh, please let someone write a good script for him and let's get a good director for him. That's all I want. That's all I want. It's great that he's back. Yay, yay, yay. But if the script is shitty and a director is shitty, then why are we even celebrating? What's the point? All right. And that's it. All right. Well, I, I have a lot of issues with this movie. Right off the bat, it starts with uh, exposition dump. <laughs> yes. There's <laughs> like small child talking. I'm like, okay, you know, that's fine. We all, a lot of movies have that. Right. Star Wars, uh, Master of the Universe again. Like all these movies have <laughs> Dune. I just heard David. Galadriel's voice the whole time when oh, I was God. watching it. <laughs> D- David, it felt like David Lynch's Dune, where like yes. the the floating head comes out and explains to you what's happening, then disappears, then comes back and explains to you. <laughs> like, exactly Jesus, I would have just read the book at this point. Um, yeah, it, it seemed like it was never going to end. Like it was just like okay, all right, I, I got it. Like they just over explaining and complicating it, and then I I know that's not what it's supposed to be. It was fucking dying. When their like hand signal was either Rockefeller Records or <laughs> yes. Diamond Cutter. Yes, I was expecting like H the Izzo to start playing immediately. Like it would have been better than the soundtrack they had in this. <laughs> oh Jesus! I, I I just I was I was dying. I was dying. It was just bad. The little kid, and we've made fun of him on the skateboard. That kid is horrendous in this movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Horrendous. That speech he gives at the end to rally uh, 35 people out of the entire country of Kandak to <laughs> fight skeletons was horrendous. It, it felt like it was horribly 80 yard. I, I don't know. Yes. 
I don't know what was happening there, but I was like, uh, is someone else around that can give an inspirational speech? Because everybody I was, dude, I was dying when he came out on his skateboard in like slow motion and then the townspeople followed behind him. Oh, God. <laughs> and and there, there weren't a lot of townspeople either. That's the thing. No. Like, there's probably like 20 people. Yeah. And I was like, if they reminded that. me of in House of the Dead when they're like, this is the biggest rave of the year. And they get to the <laughs> island and there's five people dancing. <laughs> like, shit, I'd hate to see the smallest rave of the year. Um, so apparently the entire population of Kondok is 20 people. Or that's the only people <laughs> that gave two shits to fight skeletons. Everybody else is just so numb. Nobody else wanted to be in the movie. Point. Yeah, They're just like, I, I, I'm done. I don't fucking care. <laughs> like, Bring on the skeletons. Who cares? Yeah, that kid was horrendous in this movie. And I don't want to pick on a little kid that's in a movie, but for God's sakes, he, he was they, they, that was the best actor they had out of all the auditions was that kid. <laughs> so Jesus. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm just trying to see what else he was in. And he was only in one other movie. <laughs> Jungle Cruise. No, <laughs> it, it, it is a WWE Pictures presents the main event where he gets a magical wrestling mask. Oh God, I was hoping you said skateboard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Um, horrendous. Uh, no thanks. No more of him, please. Um, I'm a huge JSA guy, like I said earlier, so it was great. I agree with Mark. I also had those action figures, Mark. Um, Dr. Fate and Hawkman. Uh, Dr. Fate, one of my favorite DC characters. I had that action figure. There's a classic uh, All Scars, excuse me, All Star Squadron issue with McFarland art on the cover. Doctor Fate is fucking fantastic. I love the character. I felt like they kind of did him a little dirty. He was an old man. Yep. Powers were kind of whack. They were mostly like a ripoff of Doctor Strange. Uh, a lot of the things he was doing, it just felt like, yeah, I've seen it, mm-hmm. seen it before, you know. And then he dies. Um, and he also had that super annoying thing where he'd put his mask on, do something, and then take it off and talk. Like, <laughs> could you like use some magic to like CG it off his head for a second? You know, like he could like wave his hand or something and it disappears. I know you're not going to hire Pierce Brosnan and put him under a bucket for right. the entire movie. Exactly. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he probably refused to be under the bucket the whole time. It was like, let me put my helmet on. I'm going to do. I'm going to wave my arms around for three seconds. Now let me take my helmet off and talk to you. Now let me put it back on and do something. <laughs> It did feel like that. Like he just said he wouldn't be in it unless he could take his helmet off. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a little disappointing. And and Hawkman is as great as he looked. And I actually really liked him as a character. But you're right, Mark. He loses every fight he's in. And there's no explanation for who the JSA are, yes. how they exist, where they fit into the DCEU. What were they doing the whole time that all these other movies were happening? And that's not a knock like how people are with Marvel movies. We're like, oh, what are the, why aren't the Avengers here? Like, that's a conceit of comic book world where, okay, Aquaman's doing something over here. Every issue of Aquaman, Superman's not going to swoop in and save the day for him or help him. Like, that's just that's just the way it is. But we've never heard of these people before, and they're clearly established. Like, wh- what have they been doing? Where have they been? Where are they around? Like, it's been 15 years, Joey, or 5,000 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they were just like, you know what? We really can't afford to pay Henry Cavill any more money. Yeah. And Ben Affleck is marrying J-Lo. <laughs> Jason Momoa is going through a divorce. <laughs> like, we're fucked, dude. We got to come up with some new people. That probably was actually the conversation. <laughs> and apparently they moved into the X-Mansion uh, because... <laughs> oh, Yeah. They have the Blackbird really jet. Like... They, li- they live in the X-Mansion. Uh, I don't know. It's not in the books at all. Well, uh, they were like, you know what? We're not. Marvel's not using the X-Men. We might as well <laughs> jump on it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a plane they're not using. <laughs> yeah. 
So I, I see I, we have this in the recipe card. So let's, let's grab that. <laughs> I liked Adam Smasher enough. He was fine, but he never didn't really contribute anything. I, like I fake Ant Man. Yeah, I, I mean, I, he I was there the, for the love story. There's always got to be a love, love story. story. Him and Cyclone. The love story between the Rock and wanting to play this character. <laughs> Him and Cyclone had some some Eyes unspoken over. things going on. Oof. Was I, there? I, I guess I, I didn't There's pick that up. There's a lot of tension. Okay, George Lucas. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> did he? Did he have? A, did she make a pair like float across the table? At <laughs> anyway, uh, he was fine, but you know he didn't really do anything. He was there for. It felt like somebody storyboarded scenes and was like, "Okay, we want to have Adam Smasher in this, and this is what he's going to do. It's going to be really cool." But, like, where does he fit in the story? Who, the, who fucking cares? I just want to have this scene where he smushes him in the ground. Like, okay, <laughs> thanks. Um, Cyclone shows up, and I'm like, okay, so this is a kind of newer character who doesn't have a really big backstory in the comics or anything. So she'll be, like, the audience surrogate. Like, she'll be the way that everything gets explained. No. no. They're just kind of like, uh, she's the smartest person on the earth, um, the greatest <laughs> student ever at college. And then she doesn't do anything <laughs> other than fly around she looks and cool. color. Yeah, she's cute and she shoots yeah. uh, flying smoke color everywhere. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Thanks. Huge ways to enter gang as, as bad guys. Uh, plus, their tech is all over the place. Like, So they have just regular machine guns, but they also have mo- flying <laughs> motorcycles that can phase through walls. <laughs> I wasn't dying with Why don't they develop like weaponry first and then they could get the flying? They have cool bikes. They might like Tron, but like want to like, you know, go through things. So it was kind of like they were like, all right, guys, we could either have some cool weapons that'll help us fight anyone that might show up or really cool flying bikes. What do you think? And everybody was like, flying bikes. (laughs) What can we sell a lot of? That's right. They're going to want to stick their Hawkman action figure on these flying bikes. <laughs> I can see the That's literally what it felt like. Now. Yes. You know? <laughs> the, the, and so Hawkman, again, going back to the JSA, like, since they don't establish anything about these characters, he just shows up and is kind of an asshole. Oh, yeah. Like, why would they do that to that character and to Dr. Fate? Like, that kind of blows my mind. Like, why would you, why would you do this to them? Like, we don't get to see really the backstory of why they're going in there, really wh- who they work for. They're working for... Task Force X, which if we're to believe all the other movies, is not a good thing. Right. Um, so then they go into this country, and then when um, Skateboard Kid's mom like gives him that speech <laughs> about like you're occupying our land or blah blah blah, it's it's kind of like well she's kind of right. Like yeah, <laughs> you just kind of walked in here and we're like barking orders at people for no yeah. reason. Yeah. And, you're just like, and then it's just like, what was their plan? And they keep making a joke like we have a bad plan. It's better than no it wasn't plan, a but. Plan. But his plan was to walk in and go up to like Black Adam and be like surrender. Like, could you have picked any <laughs> other words or, 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 you know? Then they finally have a, a discussion later on in the movie, and he works with them. Well, why couldn't you just done that before by choosing yeah. your words? Get more careful. <laughs> it literally, was the plan in Ghostbusters in the library? We're like, get her was the plan, <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> even, even Doctor Fate, even Doctor Fate's like kneel before us. Like, do you really think this guy is going to kneel in any way, shape, or form? Like, why would you use those words? Jesus Christ. So the script is a disaster. Um, I'll agree with you, Aubrey. The villain is horrendous. <laughs> you could have taken that whole plot out of the movie and just had it be he's resurrected. The JSA shows up to figure out what's going on. There's your movie. 
No beam of light to the sky anymore, please. Yeah. No CG Satan. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to hell and they're like, welcome to hell. <laughs> Felt like a um, Tenacious D video for a second there or something. <laughs> it was really bad. So Where's scr- the pick of destiny? That's right. Oh, <laughs> maybe that's the hand sign they were putting up. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> It, it was it, the script is a disaster and it doesn't feel I, I would disagree with you one point, Amanda. It doesn't feel like an early 2000s superhero movie because I, I think more of that like Daredevil. There should have been like some Evanescence on the soundtrack or something um, Lincoln Park. I feel like we it, could get it, an it, apocalypse now montage. Right. <laughs> Jesus. When that Small. fucking music started playing, I was dying. I was like, come on. <laughs> Can we get these boomers the fuck out of? positions yes, where we I'm have to disturbed. keep hearing these fucking songs over <laughs> yeah. and over again yeah this is amazing there was no doubt with the sickness happening <laughs> um that's too much yet. slow motion on top of that like every time you turn around somebody's in slow motion yeah uh, well that's that might be why i'm saying early 2000s too because when the matrix came out we all know it was yep. like everything was like bullet time nonsense and it was so ridiculous yeah. like that's what i was thinking of i was like what fucking year is this like yeah <laughs> but it really felt like a movie that would have came out like a year or two after the first iron man like yeah it really feels like like babies first we're making a superhero movie as opposed to we're now in the year 2022 where we should know better uh yeah. it really felt like that yeah and, and I just I couldn't take the slow motion. There's a lot of action and that was cool, but it just like it just started to feel like I feel nothing. Like mm-hmm. it's just action, 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 action. That villain sucked. And then and that's it. And then that's the movie. Like it just was ass. <laughs> so let me ask you guys real quick before we get into scoring this thing. Uh Henry Cavill, obviously as Superman, the worst kept secret in Hollywood, shows up in the after credit scene. Amanda, are you even remotely excited for anything with Superman going forward? Um, uh, I'm sorry, Aubrey. I'm going to steal this from you. I don't care. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I mean, Superman to me will always be Christopher Reeves. And at the same time, I think that he does definitely look like Superman. And I think there's just been a huge disservice in terms of the movies he's been in as Superman. I'm sorry. I I don't think there's a good Superman movie with him in it, even though he is a good Superman. Um, I don't care. I didn't stay for the end credits because I was just like, I watched it online. I was like, I'm not sitting here any longer. I like left right after the movie ended. There's <laughs> like, I'm done. So wow. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, Aubrey Litchfield. Any excitement for Henry Cavill returning as Superman? Fuck no. <laughs> Mark Ellis Reagans. Uh, yes. Again, if they can get a good director and a good script, I mean, based on <laughs> based on Black Adam, I don't know if they are quite aware of what that would be. But <laughs> I think a good director and a good script could really make a cool Superman movie. Uh, I don't understand the love for the star of four <laughs> shitty movies. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, OK, yeah, he looks good as Superman. He seems like a cool guy in real life and he's a good, a good actor in some other projects. But like it, it's just not going to work, bro. It, it, it's time to take a step away. What? Um, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I, I do not get it. Someone convince me out there. Someone, even on this call, somebody convince me. Okay, what, of, what, what other good what, what good movies has he been in? Uh, know? <laughs> Mark liked Mission Impossible. Yep, I okay. like. I thought it was good in Mission Impossible. Oh, Fallout. Yeah, that's right. He's in Fallout. Fallout mm-hmm. is good. Yeah. Uh, Man from Uncle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, he was on the, the show. Leech of a Candor was really hot in that. Was uh, yeah. a show called The Tudors that was uh, supposedly really good back in the day? Yeah, it was that a sequel to Facts right of Life. right in Enola Holmes. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Checking. Right, right Mark? Right. 
The Tudors. That was a sequel to uh, Facts of Life. <laughs> I don't remember that at all, dude. I'm sorry. Was that, was that really a thing? <laughs> I guess we just won't talk about when Stacy Q came on and uh, stole Tootie's song on Facts of Life then either, I guess. Okay. Um, someone out there knows what I'm talking <laughs> about. Anyway, uh, and on top of that, okay, so let's say, okay, we're excited. Superman's back. Is anything DC's done in the last five, ten years, like giving you the confidence that they're going to be able to build a cohesive universe? Like they can't make a good Superman movie. We, I've talked to you guys about this before. Yeah, they, they need to fire reason. their editing department first. They need to fire their all department. Just the department. This is a hill I will <laughs> die on. <laughs> well, even this movie doesn't doesn't fit within the DCEU. Like there's the, the wizard from Shazam, whatever his well, name is, Joey. But does Shazam take place in the same universe as everything else? I don't know. Does it? We're not know. sure. Where, where was the justice society all one. this time? I thought, I thought at the end of Peacemaker, <laughs> uh, task force X was like broken up at the end of, of uh, Peacemaker, but now here they are. Why was Hardcore still working for Yeah, Marcellus, why? <laughs> why was Hardcore still working for Amanda Waller when at the end of Peacemaker she wasn't working for Amanda Waller anymore? Because uh I don't know, I I, I didn't care. I, I, I honestly know. didn't yeah, recognize her. <laughs> I'm watching the screen, I'm like, is that the chick from Peacemaker? I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> it was cuz she's hot. So I was just like, okay, good job, James Gunn. Want to smell your hand? Um oh, awful. <laughs> But I, I don't know. We'll see going forward. I'm sure that we'll get our Black Adam versus Superman movie because that's what The Rock wants and he gets what he wants. Even when you have to foreshadow it throughout the whole movie of him like punching through walls with pictures of Superman on it. And that was ridiculous. <laughs> like, okay, we get it. You want to fight Superman. Jesus Christ. But Do you think that's... that Lay's Baked Potato Chips uh, sponsored this movie? <laughs> uh, KFC. Did you guys see that in the background? <laughs> You know what I would have really liked is if Condock had a Sears. <laughs> <laughs> a Sears Much like outlet. Man of Steel. It was like in Man of Steel. Like a oh, yeah. Smallville is a one-stop light town that also has an IHOP and a Sears. <laughs> oh, my God. I was and thinking then, of the first Transformers movie every time. Like There was like the, the stupid like corporate companies behind everybody in, in that fake freaking city. I was like, oh, God, KFC. What else was there? I feel like there was a McDonald's. It could have been like Arrow, where everyone uses Microsoft phones and tablets. Yes. <laughs> not a Zoom. single person has a, has a device that is not Microsoft. But oh anyway, let's wrap it up. Let's score this movie zero to five, five being the best and zero being the worst. Amanda, oh you're God. our guest, so you're going to go first. What do you got for Black Adam? Well, considering um, in terms of the DCEU, um, the movies that I feel are the best are all 3.5 out of fives. Um, <laughs> the Suicide Squad, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, um, and uh, I think Shazam I actually had in there. I don't even really care that much for Wonder Woman, I'm not going to lie, and I think Wonder Woman's yes. better than this. I would give it a 2.5 out of 5, right. which still puts it in the, <laughs> in the top for the DCEU for me. <laughs> so yeah, 2.5 out of 5. It, it's it does. in the top half. It's in the top yeah. half. I also I also think Wonder Woman is very overrated, so we're yeah. on the same wavelength there. I think it's all those Yui Ball movies we saw in the movie oh, theater together. Jesus, yeah. Um, there's only a few people I would drive hours out of my way to see Blood Rain in the movie theater with, and it's you. So. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> do you, though? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to give it a uh, two. Wow, a two after all that. 
I thought about a 1.5. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm going to do a 1.5. 1.5 seems better. Yeah, fuck I, I think that might still be in the top for you. Or am I wrong for the yeah. DCEU? Yeah, yeah, it's still it's still in the top five yeah. DCEU movies. Yeah, that I like the a... colors of Cyclone. <laughs> 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 That's enough for a one on its own. You know, that oh, was pretty. Jesus. Other than that, movie sucks. <laughs> All right, Marcellus Reagan. How about you? I wanted so much to like this movie. I wanted to come out of this movie with just like the most positive vibes that I could get from this movie. Because, you know, uh, like I said, I was a kid. I had the action figures. This is what I wanted. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a three. I'm going to give it a three because it's, you know, there's elements of it that are good. It's another bloodshot. Three out of six, right? (laughs) (laughs) There's elements to it that are good. Uh, it just happens to be on a very weak foundation. But if you can cherry pick those different elements, I think you can somewhat enjoy it when it's streaming on HBO Max. <laughs> Three out of five, you can somewhat enjoy it, says Mark Ellis. <laughs> that, that sounds totally fair to me. Totally <laughs> fair. Put to it me. right on the front of the box. <laughs> I really wanted to like this movie because The Rock yeah. is like a nice person. And I've seen so many videos of him being a genuinely nice person. But fuck. <laughs> He sucked. I'm sorry, Mark. He wasn't nice to us with this movie. <laughs> I know. You know, he really wanted it to be a good movie, too, and it just wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, um, you know, uh, much like Amanda said and, and Aubrey said, this is not the worst of the DCEU. Um, you know, that is got to be Batman versus Superman, which I famously gave a negative one million out of five on our show. And uh, I'm probably about a two. I think I'm a two. This is not an average movie. I think an average movie is 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 a little better than this. I think two and a half is a little better than this. It's definitely not a three, uh, Mr. Bloodshot over there. What's going on? Yeah, I said what I it's said. Definitely not a three. <laughs> I said what I said. I know, and I'll I'll back it up anytime. Damn it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think about it two is right. I think the things that it does well, it does really well, but it just falls apart. The script is a disaster. Um, and that's that's really the whole problem of the movie. I think The Rock looks good as Black Adam. I think all the characters look good visually. Some of the action's really cool. But, man, this, this script is a mess. God, that kid's speech with the skateboard at the end is just horrendous. <laughs> it's like That almost makes me want to drop down to a one and a half just thinking about that. We might need to get some, some sound drops from that at some point in the future because it's horrendous. But two out of five for me, and that's it. That's our review of Black Adam. Maybe we got it right. Maybe we got it wrong. Hit us up on social media and let us know what you think. But now we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up. We're going to get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Amanda, second week in a row. What do you got for the listeners? Ooh, um, this is tough. I was trying to think about like all of the the newer movies I've watched that have been good. And there really haven't been any. (laughs) You've been hanging uh, out with us too long. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, that's pretty bad. Like when I can tell you, like I watch way too many movies. Like I probably watch as least as many as there are days in a year, every year at a minimum. Uh, So that's bad. I mean, so I was going to do a video game recommendation. I hope you don't do this one, Aubrey. Um, so I'm not stealing your thunder. Uh, But I finally started playing Splatoon three and I really like it. I don't know if you guys have checked that out at all. Um, or you played the second or the first one. I just like that you can uh, play uh, Salmon Run the entire time. So I think that game is, is pretty awesome and worth checking out. And it's not as simple as it initially appears. So it's a lot of fun. Sweet. Yeah, my son's been playing the shit out of that. Aubrey, are you playing Splatoon 3? I'm not, but I bought it for Noah. 
you're, you're a little busy. You're a little busy doing your job, right? Yeah, I mean that's all I do is play. The, I was playing Animal Crossing pretty faithfully, but I spend all day playing video games. So the last thing I want to do is look at another screen. You're busy making Elder Scrolls Six. It's coming, guys. It's coming. She's busy porting Skyrim to graphic calculators. Um, <laughs> the next Skyrim release they have, I'm gonna like go nuts. It's like this this game is like 11 years old. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was an Elder Scrolls game for Engage, but I don't want to get Aubrey that. fired by making fun of uh, Bethesda too much. So, Aubrey Litchfield, how about you? Everybody's been watching the Dahmer series on Netflix with, uh, what's his tits, Evan, Evan Peters? I think that's the same. Um, but actually, the there's like a secret tapes of Jeffrey Dahmer series on Netflix that's better, in my opinion. Uh, I didn't watch the other one, but I watched like a glimpse of it, and I was like, "Oh man, the secret tapes is pretty cool." I like the the shows that they show with like um, the tapes of the actual people speaking. I think that's really interesting, and I think that the interesting part about Jeffrey Dahmer is that he was very open with what he did, and like actually wanted people to learn from him. So I kind of I kind of appreciate that. So there's a secret tapes of Jeffrey Dahmer on Netflix that's pretty interesting to watch if you're bored and just want to listen to something i told you we'd watch black adam and then you can leave <laughs> yes <laughs> not my thing not a true crime guy at all colin has watched almost all of Dahmer at this point and um, i just i watched five minutes of the beginning i said i'm all set and i left so <laughs> i know i know my wife and, and him have been plowing through that so Marcellus reagan's how about you uh no i haven't watched anything at all <laughs> this week so uh, i have no recommendations Fantastic. That's okay. You're plowing through life. It's all good. I have, uh, you know, uh, I want to recommend uh, once again, and I recommended a few weeks ago, and I'm going to recommend it again, and that is the WNUF Halloween special, which is free on the Internet Archive. If you search WNUF Halloween special on Google and go to videos, Internet Archive, it's free right there. You can watch it right on your browser, on your phone. It is amazing. It's probably one of the best things I've watched this year. Amanda, have you ever seen that? I have not, but I know what it is. Yeah, it, it's basically like if you somebody taped a Halloween special off TV in the 80s with a local channel <laughs> doing an exorcism. It, it's goofy and stupid and hilarious and fun. So I really like it. Um, so that's going to be my recommendation from a couple weeks ago. I'm bringing back forward as the spooky season rolls on. Check that out. And that's going to do it. That is episode number 430 of the So Wizard Podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo. Amanda, thank you so much for coming on with us. You are free for a little while until we find something else <laughs> hey terrible guys. to come on and see. <laughs> yeah. Fast and Furious, you know, in space or whatever. Again. Fast <laughs> 10 Your Seatbelts is coming out next summer, so clear your schedule. <sighs> I'm so sad they didn't pick that title. <laughs> hey, at least Brie Larson's in it. Um, mm-hmm. The queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Tell them that the lady in black sent you. <laughs> the woman in black with uh, Harry Potter? Yes. Oh, fantastic. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan. Uh, everybody have a great week and Wakanda forever. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. We'll be talking Rhode Island Comic Con and our review of She-Hulk. Good journey. Good journey.